This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. On Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. Mike, I just ran uh, to the restroom. The turtle was coming out. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman in there. You saw that gentleman in there. And I was on the phone. I was talking uh, with my wife, and I said just a couple of things. Right. So a guy's looking at me, right? I'm right. at the stall. I'm, you know, I'm at the stall. He's at his stall. Looking eye to eye? Well, no, no. He just kind of glanced over and was like, Take a look, you know, because I'm now I'm the loud guy in the mm-hmm. in the restroom talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Honey, we can't do that. And we talk about hating those guys, right? Right. right. Well, I mean, the airport. No, no, I'm on. We're on the runway. <laughs> yes. We haven't gotten to the gate yet. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we we talk about hating those people. Yes. Yes. So I realize now I'm that guy just moments ago. So Turtle walks out, and I come out of the restroom, and the guy goes, "Dude," and I thought he was gonna be like, "Don't be on the phone in the restroom. Right. It's rude, you know." And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry about that. I, I had to talk to my wife, and the guy goes, man, I love you and Bell. <laughs> my name is Eugene. Hey, Gene. Eugene. And I listen every day, and you guys are the best sports entertainment. I love you guys. You guys have the best show. And this guy, literally, that's why I just was running in here late. He is just loving on us right there by the elevator. And I'm like, yes, Eugene, thank you. I've got to go. I've got to get back. Eugene, I appreciate that. I thought this guy was going to go in. The way he was looking at me, right, right. he had that look like, you're a loud mouth in the restroom on the phone, and it's not appreciated. And right. Like, and he was completely opposite. So nice. big shout go. out to Eugene. Man. No, you got to have him on so he can explain what that company actually does. Oh, they've yeah. been there yeah, like a year and a half. We don't know. It's a financial know. services thing. Yeah. We have no idea what these guys do. Yeah. So I just, I, I was I was about to be like, I thought I was going to go in. Somebody's going to go in money? on me. Are they laundering money on I, me? I, I have no idea. Well, they are overseas, Mike. They we are wouldn't overseas. know any better if they were. That's the thing. They're very prosperous. Anyways, a lot of guys hitting us up on the text line. Yesterday, you said this as we wrapped up the show. With the last call where you guys get to call in, we were a little blown away. Maybe we're too close to it. I don't know. We our attitude is once something changes and you can't control it, you move and you just go with the flow. Talking about the head coach, I was blown away as you were that so much. So much of the negativity when we were asking what you thought about the hire and the press conference and everything yesterday at Mercedes Benz. Yeah, um, listen, I think most people, okay, and, and I don't know what the the polling numbers are, uh, but I would say that you know seventy five, eighty percent of folks. There's always going to be a small percentage. Um, 
are all in. Meaning we've we've changed the coach. You didn't like the direction of what, the way mm-hmm. things were going with the previous coach, uh, and so the move was made. You may have had to get over the selection of this individual because you had your own thoughts about who it should have been. We had Thomas Dimitrov on, the former general manager. And listen, he speaks highly of Bill Belichick because he was in the building right. with Bill Belichick. You know, Belichick obviously helped Thomas and, and you know, throughout his career, and, and there's a, re- a mutual respect there. I think anybody who understands what he was able to accomplish in New England, I get that. And there were a lot of you, listen, we went through this for about two and a half weeks where most of you felt like it was going to be Belichick. But at the end of the day, for me, I, as I said, this is the message for me, okay, and where I'm at with this thing right now. For Thomas and for Terry Fontenot, and I'm going to let you hear what Raheem Morris had to say about the quarterback piece and also about Jimmy Lake, who will be calling the plays. Mm. But, Mike, we've got to learn to trust Raheem and Terry. And if you right. didn't trust Terry or maybe you felt like he wasn't making these decisions, he came on this show yesterday and said, I am. We right. are. And, look, I want to believe that the decisions that I had the most problems with, which is Kyle Pitts being taken the 21 draft, was being driven by Arthur Smith. You know, and, and we'll get to help get Terry on and talk, go more deep dive on some of that. Yesterday was about the new page, you know, turn the page, you know, with, uh, with Coach Morris. But, you know, I said this, when, when we got the news, you know, when you, when, you, when you throw out the net as wide as we did and you talk to all the people, I was kind of looking forward to seeing if Ben Johnson would get some traction here. Uh, and Glad I thought, he didn't. You know, and now in hindsight, it looks like a guy is not ready for prime time. No. We'll talk about that in a sec. But, you know, I wanted Harbaugh. That was my guy. I never wanted Belichick. I just think that, you know, not everyone is going to age gracefully and, and ride off into the sunset and not at age 72, 3, 4. But this guy, it was a bit of a surprise. And I, uh, the day it went down, I was looking at Carl. It took me about 48 hours to get my head around it. But as we said, now we're here, and you heard the coach, and a lot of guys took it to heart, sounded inspirational, sounded why the guys like him. None of this matters if we don't win football games. None of this matters if we don't find the right quarterback. We know that. But that's not happening today or next week. we got months now to work that out. Yeah. So in the meantime, can we enjoy the fresh start and see where it goes? I know it's taking a lot of guys down a road where they're, they're just jaded and they feel like the, uh, like the ex-girlfriend I said to you earlier who keeps breaking their heart or Lucy stealing the football from Charlie Brown. Like, guys, Maybe the dawn. Maybe it's always darkest before the dawn. The worm will turn. How about that? Well, positivity. Well, let me ask a little you positivity. Guys, I just want to say this though. I mean, you know, for example, uh, and there are numerous examples. Um, did you think that the Lions would be where they are three years later after hiring Dan Campbell? Not in a million years. You didn't. You're lying to yourself if you say yes. If you thought they'd be in the NFC Championship game. Three years after he was hired, you're lying to yourself. And the point is, whatever it's supposed to be and however it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. And just because whether a guy like Dan Campbell, who had no head coaching experience, steps into a situation that's as crappy as it gets because the Lions organization has been as bad as it gets and is able to help turn that around within a three-year period, Mike, we're further along than when he got that job, when Raheem is taking over right now from a personnel standpoint. I just think you've got to give them a chance. In Detroit, Mike, they gave him a chance, right? right. They didn't, you're at, they're in a similar spot where they're going, man, we've been through coach after coach after coach after coach. None of these guys are getting it right. The general manager, why are we, why are we supposed to believe you, Dan Campbell? Right. You've got to give them a chance. So that's only where I'm at. I don't know if it, if it works. I don't know if we win three or four Super Bowls. God, I hope so. But i got to give them a chance, and that is my point. That's where I'm at. So for me right now, you know what I'm focused on? The needs of this team. What are we going to do? Raheem Moore said to us yesterday, as we asked him about the quarterback uh, situation, is that the missing piece? Here's what he told us. 
I spent a lot of time in Atlanta before I was even in Atlanta, right? I was a frequent Mount Sky visitor, right? That allowed me to be around Arthur and his whole family, his entire family, and be a part of those, that whole nature of what it looks like, right? And a big part of what we do here is listening, right? And when I was here, I had the ability to grow and learn and develop and switching both sides of the ball, like I just mentioned, right? At the same place, at the same time, doing whatever it takes to win football games. Being here in 2016 and reaching the pinnacle and just coming up short, right? That was a real critical moment for me, right? So only, not only knowing the owner as the owner, but knowing him as a personal level. And that is him talking about coming back home and, and wanting to be here in Atlanta. Here's what Raheem Moore said about the quarterback situation here. There's, there's never one reason why you win a championship. Um, there's always a bunch of different reasons, right? And the quarterback is always the, the elephant that sits in the back of the room that everybody can talk about because usually those are the people that get too much blame sometimes or too much credit at times. You know, whether you're talking about the head coach, the quarterback, or whatever the case may be. But it's the pieces around it, right? And when you're talking about Terry Fontenot being your general manager, starts there, right? The collaboration, the shared vision, some of the things that we've been to do in the last 10 days really excites me. Then you talk about the piece of the team that's been put in place by everybody here just in general, right? And you talk about the relentless ability to improve every single day. And you're talking about every position that we have on the football team. You're talking about role clarity for everybody that we have and how they're going to do and how they're going to go about their business. Hmm. That is the voice of our new head football coach, Raheem Morris. What about Terry Fontenot, Mike? Let's hear what he had to say about potentially adding a pass rusher to this defense. Well, we've got some guys, like you just said, we saw those guys starting to come around. You got a a Caden Ellis that not, now when Troy's healthy and now we can move Caden around and do some different things, and he's one inside, he's one outside. Uh, you got a David Onyemata. Obviously, Grady wasn't with us later in the year. That dude's going to be ready to roll. We all know Grady. We know the way he's working. He's going to be ready to roll next year. So we've got some, some pieces, but we need to continue to add. Uh, I think one great thing about Raheem and about his scheme and how, how versatile it is, we, we need to add as many pressure players as we can, and we're going to be able to utilize them. I was telling Carl earlier, just because I know we focus a lot on, hey, if we do the free agency thing, we can go get edge rush. Yeah. But just real quick, I, I, a couple of names, and maybe we get lucky there'll be some teams that dump some salary, you know, in that, when the NFL you know, financial year begins in March, right, before as free agency, and then we'll get into the draft. But what would you think about maybe spending some money on a quarterback and spending some money on an edge rusher if you can make it work? Danell Hunter, are the Vikings going to give him the $65, 75000000 million deal he's looking for? Um, I know you've always liked Nguakwe, right? He's out there. He may be released by the Bears. I'm um, sorry, he's going to be a free agent. Are they going to be able to afford him and Montez Sweat? Hmm. So, I mean, I, what do you think, though? Because I know this is going to drive some guys in their car crazy because it's what I always scream about, what I used to scream about Thomas Dimitrov, who joined us earlier. What if I told you we could do that and then you go get Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yeah. In the draft. Maserati, Marvin! Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Marvelous <laughs> Maserati! Or, or, or you trade pits for part of the things we're talking about, and you go get yourself a Brock Bowers at eight. I know. Now, again, this is only, only, only if, 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 Carl, we can address the edge rush by getting a premier one, which would cost a lot of money, which make make the other things you want to do impossible, like getting that quarterback in the trade. It all sounds possible, and it all sounds doable. We have to figure this out. But we, as Falcon Nation, have to give these guys a chance to figure it out. All right, we're coming back. Brandon Lang has an incredible story. He's 25, 6-2 lifetime and picking the Super Bowl. And they did a movie about him called Two for the Money, which was great. 
We'll get into it with Brandon Lang about this Super Bowl, what he likes, what he doesn't like, the lines, and more coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. $23 billion is going to be bet on the Super Bowl. And that's in places where it's illegal, by the way. I was going to say, and none legally here in the state of Georgia. Yeah, we're talking about legal betting. But overall, that's the estimate. And it may be more than that. We're going to talk to our buddy Brandon Lang here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game because he knows all about it. He's 25-6-2 lifetime in picking the Super Bowl. That's damn good. The movie Two for the Money was excellent with Matthew McConaughey, and we just love talking to this guy. Brandon, it is good to have you back on the show, my man. Dukes and Bell in the ATL. How are you doing, man? In the ATL. What's up? What's up? My brother's from another mother. What's happening, man? Man, we were just telling our producers, man, it's always a treat to catch up with you because you're always in rare form, man. And here we go, baby. It's a rematch. We've seen this story before. What's what's the biggest difference this time around 49ers and Chiefs, man? Well, first of all, let's be honest here and let's be transparent with one another and let's make sure we're all on the same page here that we shouldn't be handicapping Chiefs Niners. We should be handicapping Chiefs Niners. Rematch of week one. But there was a conversation that didn't take place between Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell when it was seven minutes ago in the third quarter. Detroit's up 14, getting ready to kick the field goal. All Aaron Glenn had to do was get on the headset and say, Dan, Dan, Dan! Dan, <laughs> Dan listen to me, Dan. Dan, listen to me. My defense has held them to right. 10 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Dan, listen to me. I, Dan, I know you. We've spent three long, hard years in the foxhole together. Dan, I guarantee you, you kick that field goal and you give me a 17-point lead, there's no way they're going to go on three scoring drives in the next 22 minutes to beat us, Dan. Dan, on my daughter's life and on my mother's life, I swear to you, Dan, I will, I will pay you $5 million and I will quit as a defensive coordinator. Just kick the field goal give me a 17-point lead. And, Dan, that's saying Ben Johnson, the offense, doesn't score another point the rest of the game. Kick the field goal, Dan. Dan, we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. We're going to, we're going to the Super Bowl, Dad. Dad, we're going to the Super Bowl. Me and you, baby. Just kick the field goal, Dad. You said I'm going to start crying right now, man. We're going to the Super Bowl. That conversation didn't happen. It didn't, and it so, should have. Look what happened. Yeah. And now we're stuck with this right here. And I will go to my grave. He kicked the field goal. They go up 17. 
Bingo. The Niners never should have beat Green Bay. Right. They sure as hell should have never beat Detroit. Mm. And I always say that teams that shouldn't be in the Super Bowl that get to the Super Bowl, they don't win the Super Bowl. Mm. Think about that. Teams that get to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl that shouldn't be in the Super Bowl don't normally win the Super Bowl. Home field advantage against two inferior teams, and you were lucky to win either one of them. And now you're facing a Chiefs team that went on the road and beat the two seed, on the road and beat the one seed, a quarterback that's 12-1 and one against the spread of an underdog in his career. And can you please, from the amen from the congregation, name the quarterback who beat him? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Rockery Tom Brady. And last but not least, a head coach who, with a week to prepare in his NFL career, is 27 and 4 straight out there. Dropping so, knowledge. Mm. Brandon so that's Lane. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Right. Well, listen, and, and, you know, sometimes I say this, Brandon, we make it harder than it needs to be. Uh, by the way, you can check out, uh, he is the host of Believe Me on Stadium. Uh, he's incredible. If you feel this energy, he's just the same in person. He, he's been doing this for many, many years. And, again, if you've never seen the movie Two for the Money, it's excellent about his life. But uh, we make this too difficult, and you just said it. Mahomes, man, he doesn't, he doesn't lose against the spread. Like, why am I trying to force myself to believe that that's going to happen in this game? What would make me believe that that's going to happen? Because, because here's me playing devil's advocate. And – at brandonlang.com, I got a, I'm gonna release the game by tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And I went to bed last night, and I was, I was with my homie and Andy Reid, and I was all in. And I woke up this morning, being from Vegas and living in Vegas, and I got out the shower and I looked in the mirror and I go, "Why are the Niners favored? They shouldn't be here. Vegas made them the favorite. Why are they favored? What, are, what, what, what is Vegas trying to get me to do? Vegas is trying to get me to bet the Niners." This is the trap, the trap of Vegas. And then I answer that by saying, well, hey, maybe sometimes Vegas, the odds maker in Vegas, maybe sometimes he just isn't convinced a team is this good. Mm-hmm. Why else would he make them an underdog in Buffalo? Why else would he make them a four-and-a-half-point underdog in Baltimore? They won both those, and yet they still have the, the gall and audacity to make them an underdog yet a third time. That's the, 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 the right now gun to my head. I'm 60-40, probably, probably thinking the right side of the game is the Chiefs just because Mahomes 12-1 against the spread is none at all. And, and Andy Reid 27-4 straight up one out of the bye week. Right. If Brock Purdy played the game of his life against Steve Spagnola, who, who literally put together a game plan in two weeks to beat the greatest team in NFL history. The greatest. The 18-0 Patriots were yep. the greatest team and NFL history, people go, well, how can you say that, B-Line? Well, let me let me, let me let me know the secret. <clears throat> they were the only team in NFL history to cover their first 12 games of the year. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't cover those first 12 games of the year. They covered those first 12 games of the year by 11 points better than the Vegas spread. So what did Vegas do? Vegas said, okay, they're not going to make it 13 in a row. They were a home favorite against the Philadelphia Eagles coming out of the bye week with A.J. Feely as the quarterback. And the Vegas oddsmaker said, uh-uh and made him a 23-and-a-half-point home favorite over the Eagles, who, by the way, had the ball with like two minutes to go at the Patriots, like 20, 4-7 with uh, down six. And Feely missed in the corner of the end zone, and then basically Patriots turned out the clock. That's how good they were. And Spagnuolo put in 22 different blitz packages. They held Brady to 14 points and won the game outright. If Brock Purdy 
executes that offense and does something that Brady couldn't do, which is be the defensive coordinator that has talent. I mean, they are the number two scoring defense in the NFL for a reason. They bend, but they don't break. They'll give up yardage through the 20s. But you get in the red zone, they are really good in the red zone. So that's another thing to consider. I'm 60-40 probably on the Chiefs just because I just I can't. You, listen, you go against Mahomes and he beats you again, just – I'm, I'm, I'll be in a mental institution. I'll need to spend a week. <laughs> Brandon Lang. Yeah, Brandon Lang's with us, guys. 25-6-2 lifetime pick of the Super Bowl, as we said. The money, uh, the, the movie, I should say, too, for the money, based on him. Real quick, Brandon, he's live in Vegas, man, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Do you feel because the betting public saw the Chiefs look so mediocre offensively mm. as late as late December, and that's why Vegas has got it where it's at to, to tempt you? Because we, we know the Chiefs apparently have thrown that switch like those Giants did with Eli back in the end, at the end of the seasons back in the day. Yeah, very good point. The, the public the public tends to bet based on what they just saw or have seen, um, and they tend to ignore the matchup. And the matchup is this. Green Bay ran for 136 on them. Detroit ran for 182 on them. And that was with Frisco at home with every advantage on the planet Earth. Now you're in Vegas, indoors, on a fast track with the defense, at struggling to stop the run to begin with, and Pacheco is a beast. And the one thing Andy Reid will do that, that Ben Johnson didn't do and, and Matt LaFleur didn't do is he'll stick with the run. Yep. He'll, Andy Reid will do something until you show you can stop. That's why a couple prop bets that I love, guys, is Pacheco's rush yards are 67 and a half. I'd love, I'd love him to go over that big time in this game. And then Scatlin Valdez's receiving yards is only 22 yards. If you're going to tell me that cat ain't going to get more than 22 receiving yards in the game, I'll tell you, you're absolutely crazy. Those are two that I absolutely love as far as your prop bets are concerned. Brandon Lang, uh, I'll say this. Uh, you know, it's easy to say that Brock Purdy doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Um, t- tell me what you think about a prop bet on his over-unders for yards and whatnot with the weapons he has. Is it worth the investment on Brock Purdy in this game? I have to say that you have to tell him short. I just do. Um, if you look at his overall body to work, yeah, he's put together a couple good drives in the second half. He, you know, but he benefited from the, the face mask. Um, so, so here you go. So he gets the, the, the ball that bounces off the helmet of the DB, which sets him up first and goal at the five. The next possession, you get the fumble at the 22, so he's got a short field there. The next possession, when it was tied 24-24, if you remember, they were back on their own 17-yard line, and on first down, Aaron Glenn calls up a blitz, and he's got him dead to rights for a 13-yard loss. And for some reason, the DB just doesn't come under control for the sack, and he spun out of it and hit the fullback on the sideline, and that ignited the drive, and that was the drive that he put together, the, the, the really good drive, kind of the way he did against Green Bay. That was the signature drive that got them the seven-point lead, and and for all intents and purposes, the victory. Um, I'm telling you, mm. his overall body of work in the playoffs isn't very good, guys. He's had a couple of drives here, and that's it. And now you're going to put him on the biggest stage on the planet Earth against a really good defensive coordinator. I think, I think you've got to sell Brock Purdy in this game. I really do. Right. And then last thing, Brandon Lang, uh, for those of us, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm jumping all over the Chiefs. Been right, we've been riding the Chiefs lately, too. The over or the under at 47 and a half? That's the tough one. That's the one I'm, I'm – my gut says it's going over because it's on a fast track. 
Detroit moved the ball at will on them. Green Bay moved the ball at will on them. Um, I think Kansas City's defense bends but doesn't break, but I think if they get behind, they got to start swinging it across the yard. My, my lean is towards, the, is, is, is towards the over, but with that being said, there's a philosophy in this business. If you like the dog, you play the under. you like the favorite, you play the over. So, so tread lightly. That's the one I'm having the most right. trouble with. Brandon, great stuff, man. Appreciate you stopping by. Check out Believe Me, uh, the podcast, guys. He is a host of Believe Me on Stadium and uh, does all things. BrandonLang.com. Go check him out. Brandon, appreciate you. Enjoy the game, bro. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. stuff. You know, it's funny. It's the conversations, you know, when, when you like to gamble, like we like to gamble responsibly. <laughs> Sports gambling makes just football more fun. These are the conversations you and I have been having off the air, and it's just kind of fun to hear a guy like Brandon who kills it at the Super Bowl to basically validate our love on these on these Chiefs. This is where sometimes the numbers don't steer you wrong. Mm-hmm. He's right about Purdy. He hasn't been great. He had some plays that have been made, Mike, and you go, all right, is he going to go into the Chiefs game and dominate? Boy, I tell you what, if he does and they win, I'm with him, man. I, I just feel like, boy, we're going to be talking about a well, completely different thing next week. You know, the Steve Welch defense has been lit up at times. Yep. And then, you know, then teams got stupid. Like Dan Kemp kicked the field goal like we talked about when we came back to work that Monday. All right, guys, more to get to. The road to the big game, including Fred Warner talking about learning from the last Super Bowl that he was in. We'll also get to some of the other things that are going on around the NFL. And coming up in the six. We lost one of our great country stars. Mm. We'll talk about it on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Each season, there can be only one winner, only one champion to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. It's the road to the big game on Dukes and Bell. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Coming up, your chance to win a pair of tickets to go see Usher, Usher. He's performing at the Super Bowl, so we'll get a chance to watch him there. But then he's at State Farm Arena Coming uh, in the fall, October 17th at State Farm Arena. Pre-sale tickets available starting February 7th. 
Um, and at 7th through the February 11th, uh, tickets pre-sale starts. So you can go to LiveNation.com. You can go to Ticketmaster.com. But we got you covered here hey. with a pair of tickets before now, uh, between now and 7 o'clock. Hey, we were just talking off the air last week and the week before. A lot of hullabaloo about uh, the Tennessee Vols standing pat and going after the NCAA. And they're going to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, you guys are full of crap. And, you know, NIL, we're coming after you. We dare you. Judge threw out the uh, attorney general case in Tennessee yeah. that he was throwing out there. Yep. Yeah, the suit that he brought against the NC2A. So uh, we thought, it, we asked, is this little legal grandstanding? Well, I guess it was legal grandstanding. <laughs> so, I, so do, all due respect to the, so to the Tennessee guy who I crapped on for saying this will never work, and then the, the attorney general started the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, yeah! And now I can go back and go, nah, I was right. <laughs> you guys are yeah! right. Yeah! So thanks for, for speaking for all Florida State fans who have to deal you know, with the man, the NCAA, where we thought you could fight the good fight, but apparently not. At least not that one. Well, yeah, I don't know where this goes. I right. still don't know what the uh, end result or result, resolution of this is going to be. Let's talk about the road to the big game. Uh, part of that is opening night, and that happened last night with Roger Goodell. Uh, Mike, I didn't watch any of it. Uh, we were obviously down at the stadium, and then right. you know we left, and the Hawks are playing. I want to see how they played against the Clippers, which I, we're going to talk about coming up in right. 20 minutes. He's like Joey Suzu, for guys who remember the commercial, like the subtitles. He's lying. You know, it's almost like you know Pinocchio. I mean, he he's, he gets paid so much money, like any good CEO from a, a, a company, Carl, that is thriving and printing money because he draws fire for the owners, as you and I have talked about a million times, and he he spins like things that are unspinnable. Like, no, the referees are great. No, nothing to see here that the 49ers have got a terrible surface they can't practice on. No, it's all good. Yeah. Are you guys nuts? It, it, it is. Uh, and I want you to hear a little bit of this because, listen, going into the Super Bowl, I hope there aren't any screw-ups with the referees. Okay? I want a, a level playing field. Mm. I want to see the best team win. But he was asked, Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, about the referees. Here was his response. At professional sports and all sports, Officiating is part of that. Uh, I think in the NFL, the level of scrutiny is at the highest I've ever seen it. And that's part of our popularity. I understand that. It's part of the technology. You all do such a great job that you see more than you could ever see in officiating. The game is faster. I think our officials do a great job. They are superior. But at the end of the day, no one's perfect, uh, whether it's all of us that watches the games or play the games or coach the games or the officials. Uh, we have to continue to try to get better. We have to work, use technology where we can to try to improve uh, their performance, let them use technology to make sure they get the right answer. Uh, but I think they do an incredible job, but we're going to keep working to get better, ultimately. Yeah, I mean, you and I have talked about it. I don't know if a, I, I think it's probably a little wonkish for the state of the NFL press conference, but if you and I were there, I'd say, why do you cobble together these all-star teams, air quotes of refs? Why don't you let guys that work together for 17 weeks continue in the playoffs? They got a rhythm. They have each other's back. They're not afraid if someone screws up. They go, hey, Tommy, you screwed up. We got yeah, this. Yeah. You know, and, and I, think, I think it just adds layers of, of, of delay as a confab. Look, we saw that Steelers penalty. Uh, sorry, that Steelers fumble, no fumble in the Buffalo game. Remember that one? We did. Guys, out of bounds. The ball's not even touching his helmet, and they they gave it to the Steelers. We saw the Cowboys Lions, where they had a guy report his tackle eligible, and the ref screwed it up. These are big, high impact games on national television. And and Goodell would say nothing to see here. I don't. I don't buy it. I think they could do a better job. I man. do too. Uh, and it gets back to that year round training thing that you talked about. Right. It's, well, I think well, it's. Hey. I think it's really plausible that if they want to improve the officiating, that's how you do it. That's how, You've got to put in the time, and more importantly, these owners have to spend yeah. the money. Hey, people train for the Olympics all year round. All year. And that's four years. So you can lock these guys at a training facility. First of all, you've got to pay them a little bit more money. Yep. 
And then you make it the full-time job. So, yes, then you got this ridiculous spring football. Let them ref that stuff, too, and hone their chops. Oh, yeah, get your, get your uh, right. practice in, no doubt. Right, and, and, the, and the better you are. I mean, the idea that, you know, the most expensive, you know, let's be honest, the most expensive ticket for, for fans who attend the games, for people who watch it now with streaming, with billions of dollars in line with gambling, and I've got a guy who's, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a part-time school principal, or he's a lawyer, or he's busy shaving his arms in a shirt that's too tight. Or oh, he's a bodybuilder. Yeah, I just, I, to me, it just, it does, it defies logic, you know? And guys, well, what do they do in England? That's what they do. The guys work and they train and that's what they do. And they do other competitions, so they're always refing. And they're ready. You know, exactly. Let's hear Goodale talk about gambling, because here's the interesting thing. And I brought this up as we started the show. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 929 The Game. The irony to all of this this weekend is we're going to watch a game and we're all going to be entertained and it'll be great. And you won't think twice about it being in Vegas because it's we're in, it's ingrained now. Right. But in 2012, which wasn't long ago, Roger Goodell was adamant about legalized gambling, okay, and the fact that they didn't want to be anywhere where it was legalized and had the Super Bowl participation, you know, being in, in Las Vegas, oh, it's out of the question, right. it won't happen. He's completely reversed that, Mike, because they're in bed with all of these gambling companies now. Right. And when you just talk about it, that, that stream of income is, is enormous. Here is Goodell yesterday. It's opening night. That is the big media session for both teams answering the question about gambling. Well, it's our number one objective. You know, when we're, this is true gambling and outside of gambling, right? The integrity of our game is critical. And so we spend a lot of time focusing on that, uh, educating uh, making sure that ev- all of our personnel um, are aware of our gambling policies in this case or any other policy that can affect the integrity of our game. So ultimately, that's our primary job. Uh, this week coming in here, we wanted to make sure not just the two teams, but every other club uh, will likely have representatives here. We wanted to make sure they understood it, our league staff and everyone else, so they understood exactly what the policies were. And they all understand the importance of it. We clarified our policy earlier this year, and it was to put the importance for our players that betting on NFL games or inside information or anything that would negatively impact the integrity of our game is absolutely off limits. Mike, these guys can't, they can't even be in a casino. I'm not talking about the players that are right. playing on Sunday. I'm talking about a guy whose season is over and he goes, Yeah, I'm going to go out to Vegas for the Super Bowl this weekend. Don't get caught. Yeah, I mean, they, they've specifically said no craps, no roulette. No roulette. Nothing. Uh, what about a slot? Nope. What if I'm at a bar? and there's, Nope. No penny, video, penny slots? No video poker? No. By the way, did I tell you my, my idiot brother-in-law won $3,000? On video poker? On a, like a, on a game, a table game in Pennsylvania that's run by the Ohio State Lottery? Very nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Very nice. Who couldn't use $3,000? Just saying. <laughs> Guys, State Senate. 386. Let's run with it. Some say it's a slippery slope. I'm ready to fall right down that slippery slope. Uh, let's go. I want Biff's world here in Atlanta. You and I were walking out of Mercedes-Benz after our great day yesterday, the introductory oh, press conference. Yeah. So that beautiful big hotel right across from the uh, Home Depot backyard. You know what's missing? Casino. Craps. Casino. <laughs> Blackjack. Yeah. But anyway, players, sorry, I got up on a t- uh, side, side, uh, sidebar. Players can't do anything. Not even, doesn't matter. You cannot no. be involved. You you literally cannot be in the casino. Isn't no. that crazy? And, and Turtle, no. Rehab's on the other side. We're talking about the new Hilton that they built. Oh, the one that's right next. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about that, that Hilton. It's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, uh, one other thing. I'm just going to mention this because today we get news that something is going on in the media world. And Roger Goodell also mentioned streaming costs. But he said as long as he's commissioner, Mike, he does not foresee the Super Bowl going to streaming meaning we're now paying for the Super Bowl, okay, which is great. I I think that's a mistake. 
But then today, Turtle, tell us, uh, tell our audience what you told us about uh, what's going on. Yeah, so really big news if you are a sports fan. So Fox, ESPN, and WBD, which is Warner Brothers slash Discovery, are teaming up to create a joint streaming mm. platform which will share their sports assets, according to multiple reports from front mm. office sports. The service will be available to ESPN+. Plus. Hulu and Max subscribers, <laughs> meaning it will be a, an additional functioning arm to those already paid for streaming services. Yeah, and I saw this, and I think Albert Breer, I forget who brought this up, said, uh, call me crazy, but ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers, isn't that, um, I don't know, a violation of antitrust <laughs> laws? Because now you're going to, you can charge, you can all get together on your platform and charge through the nose. I mean, we're, look, guys, take a get ready pill. In, in our lifetime, maybe sooner than, than like maybe the next five years, you're going to be paying 100 bucks to watch the NFL. You're going to be paying premiums for all these Thursday, Monday night games. Well, don't it, you do that already yeah. with YouTube? With yeah. the YouTube uh, yeah. thing you happened this year? Sunday ticket, you had to go to YouTube. Uh, we had to stream a playoff game. And again, because the NFL is our drug and we need the fix, you can't not watch it. I, I sit there, I bellyache for two weeks about that, and I bought my Peacock, canceled it the next day like an idiot, should have at least watched it for a month. But it just it's it sucks. Oh crap! I they've forgot got, to cancel. They've got us over a barrel, man. <laughs> I forgot yeah. to cancel. Yeah, I canceled my Apple. I'm not gonna. I'm not watching MLS on Apple. I know they do a decent job. I just don't watch enough of it to validate. Apple be, TV. You know, yeah. I love Apple TV. Yeah, I guess, but they got a bunch of shows on there. I, it's gotta, not I, just Apple TV. That's the problem. It's I'm paying five, six, seven bucks here, ten bucks yeah. here, and then are you throwing? I I cut. I I slashed and burned. I I trimmed like the fat on my Directv package. I'm still. If you add it all up. Yes, Carl and I can deduct it, but with the standard deduction now, there's no savings there anyway. You're just screwed. It just is what it is. These networks know they've got us over the barrel. We all we just set a record for streaming the NFL product with that Chiefs playoff game. And mm. now and now they're gonna continue to just kill us with this stuff, man. All right. I still write it off, by the way. Uh, <laughs> well you've got you've we, got we, you've got a real estate empire. You got a lot more than I got we, going we, on. I still I still write it off. But you're right. It's still ridiculous when you look at that cable bill, right? And you're like, why am I paying all of this for all of these extra streaming services? Right. All right, guys. But then, I mean, let's hope that somebody you know, I doubt it, anyone in the federal government or would look at this and say, Is this is this fair to the consumer? Well, Mike, we'll talk more about yeah. it as the week goes on. Right. But they are gonna be able with this combination to offer more products uh-huh. right and charge more ultimately Bingo. and and it takes the expense off of each individual entity where right. espn right now is trying to figure out what they want to do some people have said they're going to sell espn down the road disney's going to sell i don't know if that's true but Been i'm just saying that. like there's a lot there's a lot going on there hey All man, right. you hear toby keith by the way yeah just passed away i mean again guys if well, you don't have to like country music to know his tunes and again, Red Solo Cup that Orange playing right now. Poor guy was dealing with uh, stomach cancer, passed away at age 62. Yeah, there are some stars that transcend. He's one of them. Toby Keith was great. Uh, rest in peace. Speaking of great entertainers, Usher is playing the Super Bowl, and we've got tickets for you right now at 404-726-0929. Not to the Super Bowl, but for when Usher comes back to Atlanta, October 17th at State Farm Arena. Two tickets available for you right now just for listening to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Dukes and Bell. Pre-sale tickets available on uh, February 7th through Sunday, February 11th. And that is going to be at LiveNation.com and Ticketmaster.com. Two tickets right now. We're coming back. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.